Well, hello everyone. This is uh, not Danny Hooper. This is actually Ian Loth. Uh, welcome to another episode of Events with Benefits. Danny actually had to run out for a flight. He uh, he almost missed uh, his flight if it wasn't for the fact that he checked the fact that he had to board in less than an hour. So he went on running out of here, but uh, we are still here and we've uh, got another great episode for you uh, from Events with Benefits, a podcast designed to help nonprofit organizations raise more money and achieve greater success at your fundraising event. Um, we'd love to have you here today. If if you love the podcast, have been listening to a few episodes, we'd love a review from you. If you want to uh, put in you know, a few stars for us, hopefully five stars in uh, your iTunes or wherever you're listening, uh, we'd love to get that from you. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Danny Hooper, who is not with us here today. Uh, and he's a professional fundraising auctioneer and the author of a best-selling book called Easy Money, How to Generate Record Profits at Your Next Fundraising auction event and you can find that on Amazon or by searching for Danny Hooper at dannyhooper.com. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by Winspire. Uh, we are the industry leader in providing unique bucketless no-risk travel experiences for your fundraising event. Um, and my name is Ian Loth. I'm the vice president of marketing here. Uh, so these incredible experiences are, can be used in live auctions, silent auction, or raffle prizes and there's absolutely no upfront cost for you to put them in your event and you keep everything above the non- non-profit cost and we take great care of your winning better to make sure they have an incredible journey and uh, are raving about their experience at your next event. Go to winspireme.com to learn more. And I'm joined here by my lovely guest, Renee. Uh, welcome, co-host. Renee. Co-host. Co-host? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did I say guest? Yes. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. One day I will be a guest yeah. as well. Uh, but yes, so uh, thank you for covering with me for Danny today. And my company, Donation Match, is a one-stop shop for event donations and give back opportunities for your nonprofit. And our job is to bring together companies uh, and businesses who are willing to donate products or services to your fundraising events and enable you to reach them much more easily um, through a single application. You can sign up for free at donationmatch.com. Great. And today's guest, we're joined by Bradley Martin from Kindful. Um, he had just a wealth of knowledge to, to share today all about donation, or excuse me, donor management and the donor life cycle. So, uh, you know, they this is a platform where you can track uh, all the donors in your database as opposed to just using Excel. It really gives you the information you need, need to see who is, you know, repeat donors, who's retaining, uh, who are you acquiring as new donors, and, you know, give you insight into what, or insight that you can use to, you know, figure out how to really bolster that relationship and enrich that relationship that you have between the nonprofit and the donor. And he, had, he just had some really great tips today and information that you can use, uh, whether you use the Kindful platform or not, uh, just on how to improve that relationship. Yeah, and what uh, I gathered from a lot of Bradley's advice is that segmentation is so important. Not just personalization, but segmentation. And he actually delves into that quite a bit today. Um, just as much as he talks about, as Ian was saying, acquisition, retention, and upgrades. And it actually dawned on me that having um, a way to measure those very specific metrics is a great way to set goals for your staff and yourself, of course, and to know that you're actually growing your organization, not just by dollars, but future potential. 
Totally. I mean, it's it, to these days, it's it's almost like you're you know it's marketing, right? You're marketing to your donors, and you're using pieces of information uh, that you know whether it's email opens or how much they donated last year versus this year, and you know whether they're an increasing donor, decreasing donor. All these pieces can really come into play in terms of how you communicate with them, when you communicate with them, and uh, and really use that to improve the relationship because because that's what it's all about, right? Is stewarding these donors. Uh, you know, to make sure that they, they come back time and time again and, and believe in your cause. So with that, let's go ahead and learn from Bradley. And today we're very happy to have joining us Bradley Martin from Kindful. Uh, I want to say welcome, Bradley. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now tell me a little bit about uh, yourself uh, and Kindful as a company. How did you get involved with them? Yeah, so I've been leading Kindful, um, uh, Kindful sales and marketing efforts here for a little over a year and um, have spent a lot of time working with uh, other software companies here in the Nashville area and was looking really for something with a little bit more meaning behind it um, as I was evaluating career, you know, my career path and came across Kindful and, um, you know, had some colleagues that moved over to the to the company and just really loved what they were doing in terms of, you know, providing software that helps nonprofits. Well, that's great. What's well, a um, beautiful website? We're looking at it right now. I know I've talked to uh, some of your fellow employees at uh, AFP and just had a blast with you guys. Um, what is your official title there, Kindful? So I'm the senior director of customer acquisition. Great. Okay. And so, uh, kind of going into what Kindful does. Uh, you know, what kind of customers are you looking to acquire? So, Kindful, um, we we work with all sorts of nonprofits. You know, across many different sectors. But really, you know, we're looking to work with nonprofits who are looking to make their donor management easier, right? So we're mm-hmm. a donor management platform with your really basic fundraising tools built in, but we're uh, we really focus on being a platform that integrates with you know over 40 different um, software solutions out there. So if you're using CrowdRise or um, you know you're doing Mailchimp for email marketing or Eventbrite for events and things like that, you can um, integrate all those tools right with Kindful. And um, it's really kind of our unique angle in, in that in that donor management space. And is there a specific trigger that um, you think makes customers, potential customers, come to you? A, a pain point or a certain level of database, perhaps? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because I don't know the level of um, level of um, you know the size of their database matters so much. We work with you know, really massive organizations all the way down to organizations that are just getting started. They have a very small database. I think it's really when you're getting into the place of wanting to have more deep insights about your um, customers or, I mean, your your donors and your um, your uh, constituents. And that's where we we really find that, you know, Excel and, and an email marketing tool and, you know, PayPal can only take you so far in terms of insights. They're great tools to use, but you know, when you want to try to bring all that data together and really understand your donors better, that's where um, a donor management tool seems to really start to make sense. Great. So so it not only helps you understand your donors better, it kind of gives you the information on them, but it also, you can reach out to them with email and I assume social media. Is it, there are various tools plugged in, like you said? Yeah. And I mean, I think, the, again, the big thing there is that we integrate with, you know, best-in-class software across the board. So if you... Um, you know, I think one of the easy examples that most people will understand is if you wanted to, you know, build a really specific group based on previous giving history um, in Kindful, then you're able to build a uh, run a very detailed report 
build a group out of that and then sync that directly with a tool like MailChimp or Emma or Constant Contact and then send an email to those people, right? So that's um, the power really in the reporting and the insights to get you to, um, when you're wanting to take action, get you to a very unique list that you can uh, communicate very clearly with. That's great. And tell me some of the other kind of main things that you track, you know, as far as uh, statistics on the donors. Yeah, so, I mean, we have a very, very robust reporting system. So we're tracking everything, you know, from all their giving history. If you do plug in a tool like Eventbrite or MailChimp, all of their opens, clicks, the events they've attended, things like that, all the way down to all their offline transactions. So, you know, one of the unique things is being able to combine offline and online transactions in one uh, clear report and or customer profile or donor profile. And then... um, we also track, you know, household relationships. Um, we're really excited. We're actually about to release wealth, um, a wealth integration where you'll be able to go grab more data from, um, you know, uh, uh, outside sources to be able to understand, you know, um, things around your donor's wealth and stuff to see if they had the propensity to be a major donor and stuff like that. Fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah. Who, who, would you mind sharing who you're partnering with on that or is that uh, still not released yet? It's not released yet. We're, we're still working. It's actually going to be a built-in tool of ours. We are partnering cool. with the partner to provide that data, but um, that, that'll be coming in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. Congrats on that. Uh, well, great. Well, I know that uh, I'm sure you guys see a wealth of information coming through your system since uh, you work with so many nonprofits. And uh, you know, How many donors are you running through your, your database at any one time? You know, I, I think last time I looked, the number was um, – uh, well, and well, I think it was uh, close to 30 million donors that are wow. managed, you know, across all of our different um, uh, nonprofits combined. We have about 1,400 nonprofits that use Kindful. That's fabulous. Yeah, good work, you guys. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about what you guys have learned being in this space uh, as far as donor management is concerned. I'm sure you've uh, learned a whole lot about, you know, the kind of the donor life cycle, how to engage with donors uh, and really, you know, kind of enrich the relationship that you that you create between nonprofit and uh and and donor uh why don't you speak a little bit about that yeah and that's something we've put a lot of focus into um over the last year is really trying to help you know um being able to run a report is all well and good right um but really trying to bring a couple key things to the to the surface that we think can help nonprofit employees and nonprofit professionals be able to spot insights that they can take action on more easily. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of software out there that can allow you to do a lot of things. It's not always easy to see things. And so um, when you log into Kindful, one of the things you see right off the bat is, a, um, is your organization's dashboard. And on that dashboard, what we've done recently is brought three really key metrics around the donor lifecycle together, and that's acquisition, retention, and upgrades. And those are three key things that we think every nonprofit should be paying attention to. And, um, and what we hear out there a lot is that many people are digging deep into retention, mm-hmm. but those other two, acquisition and upgrades, are things that they may not have as good insight into. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Bradley, just so that we're clear on exactly what you're talking about, do you mind defining acquisition, retention, and upgrade for us? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So, um, so what we define acquisition is is donor acquisition is the act of obtaining new donors or contacts through fundraising and marketing efforts. And I think a really key piece to this is 
that acquisition isn't necessarily doesn't necessarily start only when someone gives you a donation for the first time, right? It can start way before that, and you can really start to build a relationship prior to someone being an actual donor. Um, retention, I think, is the thing that most people probably hear the most about in the market, but it's the act of preventing donors from lapsing in their gift give, giving, typically from one year to the next. And then upgrades is something that I think we um, we find I find really unique, and that Kindful I think we find really unique, and that is the ability to track a donor uh, that you know a donor increasing their giving from one year to the next. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think the thing that's interesting there is if you I think went and asked many nonprofit professionals, they're going to know this for their major donors, but it might be a little bit harder for them to track for their mid-level donors. Right, but. Man, I tell you, you know, if you're able to go out and, you know, tell someone thank you for giving just slightly more this year versus last year, right. you know, how meaningful could that be in a message? And and how much are you losing if you don't notice that? You know, so I think uh, in terms of being able to build deeper relationships. I love it. I love it. Let's talk a little bit about how you track those things. Um, you know, some of them may be a little bit straightforward, but uh, as far as, you know, kind of on your dashboard, how are you tracking acquisition? What is the metric that you are uh, displaying or that you encourage nonprofits to look at uh, when they're uh, looking into their own database? Yeah, so really, you know, the big thing that we're we're doing across all these metrics is really thinking about this month and then where are you tracking for the year. And so um, when it comes to acquisition, we're being very specific and saying, how many new contacts have you added to the database, whether they have given or not given? Mm-hmm. Again, getting into that idea that you should really be building relationships prior to them uh, giving the first time and starting to think about how to deepen that relationship. And then we also show, you know, how many new donors have you acquired this year uh, or this month and year. And so those two things around acquisition is where we're, we're really paying attention to both just new contacts, new names in the database, and then how many of them have given for the first time. Perfect. All right. That sounds great. And um, so new donors and then just new people added to the database are kind of the two main metrics that are important to look at in terms of acquisition. Um, that's great. What, yep. about, what about retention? So retention, I will say, again, I think a lot of people know a lot about retention, um, but one of the things I think that we take kind of a unique angle on is with retention, we run all of our reports um, with uh, a, t- a rolling 12 months. And so what I mean by that is we're looking to say, has this donor given in the last 12 months? And if not, did they give in the 12 months prior to that? And so Really, I think what you find with a lot of organizations is that they may be looking at, did they give in 2017, and um, now did they give in 2018? And, and that report, it you know, it's valuable, but we're not done with 2018, and maybe you do a lot of uh, fundraising late in the year. But also, um, you the big risk here is that you may miss the opportunity to reach out to them at the right time. So what I'm most interested in and I think many um, nonprofit professionals should be most interested in is who gave last um, last August and have not given yet this August. We're we're nearing the end of the month. Those are the people I really want to make sure I'm engaging with because right now they're right at the point of lapsing, and um, I want to make sure that I'm ensuring that I'm, I'm continuing to deepen that relationship and uh, figure out you know and encouraging them to give again. 
That's great. And because retention is just so important, what are some of the ways that you guys recommend uh, reaching out and and kind of spurring that, um, you know, making that point of contact to make sure that the relationship stays strong? Yeah, I think the biggest uh, recommendation here is um, is segmentation, and it's really understanding um, who you're reaching out to and why. Those those two things I think are very very important. And so obviously, you know, you want to be measuring people who are major givers and making sure that you're treating your major givers a very specific way. And again, I think most nonprofits have that down, right? It's that it's that level that you know the the 10% right below that that I think and those mid-level donors that I think you really can run the risk of not um, communicating with properly and so I think the biggest thing you can do there is make sure you understand you know if you run multiple programs ensure that you understand which program they gave to and make sure that when you reach out to them to try to get them to give again talk about that program help them understand how them and all the donors that gave to that program, what the what was the impact they made, and then make sure your ask is very clear and um, and you have a time you know stamp on it or a uh, expiration date to ensure that you need to give by X period, right? And so I think those things is just making sure that you're not necessarily just using a blanket message across your donor base when someone's lapsed, and instead taking the time to just segment them into some very key segments. Love it. Love it. So, I think that's so important. Yeah. And when you're talking about this, does this mean, for example, that uh, some donors or participants may only come to events as opposed to some doing monthly donations and others are only annual givers but never come to events and being able to be able to tell and segment uh, each of maybe those three or more buckets and then speaking to specifically the event fundraising and the impact for the event attendees and maybe annual or larger projects for the ones that donate once a year but in larger amounts. Yeah, I think those are absolutely things you need to be thinking about. And I think, um, you know, how they're giving or where they're giving, I think is obviously very important, right? Because you want to re-engage them in that same way. So, um, I think time of year is really interesting to think about, too. There may be a reason a donor gives a sp specific time of year, um, you know, in terms of their personal finances um, that you want to be thoughtful of. And then, again, kind of getting into program, you know, so many of the nonprofits we see have sometimes very different programs that they run. You know, you think about um, we work with a couple of organizations that do a lot of work and, you know, helping with poverty in Africa. And some of them, you know, provide clean water, provide medical, and then provide education. Someone may feel very, very uh, passionate about water. Um, and not that they may not be so passionate about the other two, but maybe for some reason they're very, very passionate about water. And so, um, and they've continued to give to that program. You know, you want to make sure that you're highlighting that program for them if that's something they've continued to give to year over year. Um, and help them understand the impact they've made through that single program. Um, might be a more meaningful story than just kind of an overall message all the time. 
Makes makes sense to me. I think you guys are, and you guys put down. Put, looks like you guys put out a lot of. We're just kind of browsing your website here as we're talking. Looks like you guys put out a lot of resources on, uh, on this sort of thing, and with tips and uh, and, and various information, which is which is fabulous. Um, let's talk a little bit about upgrades. It sounds like this is something that you guys are uh, kind of putting out there as kind of a new idea um, that you guys track on your dashboard. Uh, why don't you dive in a little bit on that? Yeah, so it's a simple metric, right? It's really just saying, did someone give more in the, in the most recent 12 months versus the 12 months um, um, you know, before that? And I think what's so interesting to me about this is, again, I think you know, with, with all the distractions out there, you're really just trying to build deeper relationships with your um, constituents. And there's so many things to distract individuals, and there's so much out there. And it's really hard, especially if you have a really large database, and especially if you have a large database of many mid or low level donors, it's really hard to find ways to build deep relationships and deep, meaningful relationships with them. And so I think this to me is a really great opportunity that if you can find a way in bulk or in mass to spot people who have given more this year than they have last year, and, and specifically how much more. Imagine how great an email, just an email or a quick phone call could be to say, hey, I noticed that you increased your donation from $100 last year to $150 this year. That is so meaningful to us, right? And we, and we just wanted to take the time to say thank you for doing that. How great that would feel to a donor, right? And right. unfortunately, because so many nonprofit organizations are just strapped for resources, that's, that's hard to do. You know, it's hard to, that's a, that's a pretty deep analysis to do and things like that. And so Kindful is really trying to make this a little bit easier so you can spot when someone's done that, and then you can figure out what you want to do with it. Do you want someone to make a call? Do you have the resources for that? Is it just an email or is it, you know, a letter in the mail? You know, any of those things you'd want to do. Um, but Kindful is really just trying to bring that data to the surface so it's easier to spot. I love it. I love it. What would you say, and these are all really great metrics that I think people should be, you know, paying attention to whether they use Kindful or not. Um, I think it could really help, you know, facilitate that relationship with your, your most important donors. Uh, you know, what are, what are maybe the top kind of three mistakes um, that you guys spot out there that you guys kind of solve, right? Like, um, if there's kind of kind of three pitfalls that you, I mean, when talking to, you know, potential clients or uh nonprofits out there are kind of like the three pitfalls or pain points that nonprofits are, are experiencing when it comes to their donor management or donor life cycle. Yeah, I think, I think they, um, they do evolve a little bit around the stuff. I think number one would be not understanding your donors giving history. Right. And I mean, I think obviously that's, that's kind of given, right. But it's amazing when we load people's data into Kindful, you know, it's, it's not the easiest thing to track, right. Especially if you have someone who, um, I think uh, you guys have made the point here a little bit. You know, you may have someone who comes to an event and then, you know, is inspired to go online and then you do a, um, you know, a, a, a letter appeal at the end of the year, a direct mail appeal at the end of the year, and they give that way too. And you may not, without the right tools, it may be actually really difficult to spot that that one person has given, you know, let's say they gave 100 each time. Um, they've given 300 versus you just feeling like they just gave a hundred. Does that make sense? Totally. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, and so I yeah. think, I Go think ahead. that's one of the biggest things is just being able to see a person's giving history all in one place and being able to roll that up into a, um, a, 
you know, a profile that's meaningful. So I think number one, that's one of the biggest things. Um, number two, I think is, um, is especially when you get into engagement and messaging is treating all donors the same is a really um, great way to lose donors on many ends of the spectrum. If you're treating everyone like a major donor, your donors who, you know, are doing the best they can and they're giving because they're really passionate, but they just don't have as much to give may get turned off. Right. And then the, you know, the, the dangerous thing is if you're treating everyone like a mid-level donor, you may not be getting enough or you may not be making the right ask to the people who have the propensity to be a major donor. So I think that, um, that's number two. And then number three, I would say is, um, I'm going to dive into technology for a second, but I think there's so many amazing tools out there that are easy to use that allow a uh, organization to really step up their brand. You think a tool like MailChimp, we, we're huge advocates of MailChimp here at Kindful. You know, it's free for up to 2,500 contacts. Right. You can create beautiful emails in it. And like, um, and so many people are using outdated software and things like that when they could be using a free software that um, would probably work for, you know, 60% of the nonprofits out there for free that can help their brand really step up. So I think taking the time to really look at what technologies are out there and how they can help your, um, you know, uh, your get your messaging and your branding out there better um, is really something that I think a lot of organizations should consider. I love it. And just to kind of loop back to your first point a little bit, I, you know, being in the marketing world, uh, you know, so much about what marketing is all about is delivering the right message at the right time that's relevant to them, right? And if you don't know the, the donor's history and their giving history, you know, it's going to be like talking to one to many. You're going to make this blanket statement that feels not very personal. They can tell it's coming from a, you know, a mass mail versus something that's very direct one to one. And you know, they're giving history, you know, uh, more about the donor. It's, it allows you to really have that personalized messaging, which I, I think you touched on there. And I think is a really great point. Yeah. And if I can add to that real quick, it's something I said in a webinar a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about donor segmentation and the importance around that. And I, I told everybody as part of that webinar, um, you know, I think there's if you take anything away from this one webinar, if I have one slide that said relevance is more important than personalization. Mm. And what I really meant by that was that, you I, you know, I think you can send a mass email that's still very relevant. Yeah. You know? um, and so and I think sometimes um, or you can send a letter, you know, that is very relevant. And I think sometimes a lot of organizations get caught up in personalization, meaning you know, make sure you have your first name in there and things right. like that. I'm not saying you shouldn't do those things. Those things are important and they provide a personal touch, but relevance. You know, if you can send an email or a message to someone and they say, man, thank you so much for sharing how my donation is helping this program or mm -hmm. how, you know, um, and, and it's something about what they're interested in. And so I think one of the biggest things I would recommend to um, to uh, nonprofits is try to start figuring out what your donors are interested in in very key segments. And I think you can really, really increase your relevance that way. Are there things that you track within your system, uh, you know, aside from their giving history that, that help with that? Yeah, I think, you know, it um, absolutely like what events they're coming to. I think if you're heavy on events and you have events with different topics or different, you know, type things, um, uh, then also we um, 
kind of like I said, you know, kind of hit on integrates with email marketing providers like Emma Constant Contact, Mailchimp, and you know, right in the platform, you can run, you know, let's say you could run a report of who all's opened these four emails and also has given historically, and say those four emails we know were about this one topic, you know, um, and so you can start to build, you know, in in the in the for profit world, we talk a lot about personas and stuff like that. Um, you know, I think nonprofits should start to think about donor personas a little bit and start to think about, you know, what are the what are my donors broadly interested in? And are there a couple key things I talk about as a organization that I could start to continue to kind of go down maybe a couple key paths and figure out who's interested in what? I love it. Yeah, that's great. Um, talking about events a little bit, do you guys, so I, I saw you guys have an Eventbrite integration here. Does that mean that you guys do event integrate or event registrations and things through your platform as well? Yeah, so we um, integrate with Eventbrite and Ticket Splice. Um, and then we also have, you know, our own, we integrate with um, kind of our philosophy is we have a lot of these tools built in. Um, and but if you need something a little bit more sophisticated or best in class software, so you can do basic event registration within Kindful without integrating with Eventbrite or um, Ticket Splice, or we also work with My Roll Call. But specifically, like My Roll Call, if you are doing a gala and you need to do table management, you could plug in that tool for that event, and all of your data is going to flow through. We're going to be able to see all the gifts that someone gave you. I think even all the way down to what table they set at within Kindful. Um, but if you need something a little bit simpler, we can handle that for you. You know, um, without having to use one of those integrations. That's great. That's great. Renee, do you have any more or more questions? Um, yeah, actually, I was I wanted to ask uh, because all this sounds great. I can I can see how how keeping you know, your advice in mind, looking at your own data and realizing, you know, or even thinking about how can we best segment, how can we, you know, start going down this relevance path um, would help. Do you have any specific, you know, customers or case studies, no names need to be provided, but, you know, that perhaps stick in your mind with regards to, you know, maybe even a testimonial about how using Kindful really transformed their organization, their success, or just something that, you know, you know, your customers own aha moments. Yeah, I think um, we actually have a local organization here in Nashville called Both Hands that does amazing work to help families um, raise, raise funds to adopt children. Um, and, you know, there's, there's plenty of organizations out there like that. But I think one of the things they struggle with uh, right out of kind of out of the gate um, when uh, trying to help families raise funds was within the database they were using prior to Kindful. It was hard. It was just hard to segment based on family, you know, and they, and what they found, you know, pretty quickly was that, um, you know, for right or wrong, people wanted to donate to the people that they knew, you know, and so they, their retention rate is very low. They're okay with that because, um, really, people are donating specifically to the quote-unquote campaign around a specific family. And what Kindful allowed them to do was to quickly launch a campaign where they could launch a peer-to-peer -peer, um, campaign right out of Kindful specifically for that family or a crowdfunding campaign specifically for that family. Then also tie that same campaign to uh, their, their uh, email tool 
and then also to an event they were holding for that family. And so it really would just allow them to keep everything organized. Um, I hope that's a good example, but that, you know, I, it's one of the ones that they needed extreme segmentation <laughs> to be able to really make sure they're sending a very relevant message and be able to do it um, for, you know, they're sometimes managing up to 60 families at a time to be able to manage, you know, many 60 different campaigns um, easily, you know, um, with a pretty small staff. So that one, you know, really always stands out to me of the power of being able to, you know, use good technology integrated together that can make things easier. Got it. Yeah. uh, Yeah, that was a great example. I can see how um, there may have been people, like you said, that wanted to specifically donate to someone they knew, but then uh, your software would actually enable them to track and even um, have more insight into perhaps some of the other ones that ended up donating to others or to the organization as a whole, which they may not have known about um, otherwise. If, if they weren't looking at that data. That's right. And, and, yeah, and they've built a really, um, you know, massive database now and, and they do choose the right times and they've really figured out a really great cadence to take someone from, uh, donating, you know, to a specific family to donating to other families or donating to the actual, you know, um, administration, uh, for the organization. Very cool. Okay. Great. Yeah. I love it. Well, hey, uh, Bradley, we, this has been really informational for, for us. I think, you know, Kindful has some incredible, you know, things to offer with your guys' uh, you know, platform here. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to offer our audience or share with our audience where they can go learn more about Kindful? You know, I think ultimately um, we, we take it really seriously just to make sure we're taking the time to really understand what um, organizations are looking for, you know. And so if you are you know, in a position as a nonprofit employer, a nonprofit professional, where you'd like to explore if you can make your donor management easier um, and, and be able to do all the things we, we were just discussing, you know, we'd love for you to come by kindful.com and, you know, request a demo. And uh, our promise to you is that we want to learn just as much about your organization as you want to learn about us. And, you know, um, our goal is to uh, help organizations see if Kindful is a good fit, right? And if it's not, we're, we'll be the first to tell you and we'll recommend something that might be a better fit uh, because, you know, obviously there's plenty of options out there and we, we want to make sure that people are getting into the tool that will truly help their organization make a larger impact. Okay, great. And it looks like you actually have uh, some pretty great articles in your blog too. So aside from looking at your products, your blog can also provide some additional help. Yeah, we we uh, we do three things that we really try to focus on. One's the blog. Second is we have a uh, pretty um, a pretty uh, consistent webinars schedule. And so, if uh, you want to come sign up for our blog or sign up for um, you know download a piece of content, we'll make sure that you get all the webinar invites. And we do our best to bring in um, as many thought leaders as we can from around the uh, around the space just to bring really great content to um, facilitate really great content, just like you guys are doing here with the podcast. I, I think this is great. Thank you so much for, for sharing your knowledge here today, Bradley. Uh, this has just been really fabulous. Is there anything else you want to share before we let you go? I don't think so. Just thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, involving us. We really appreciate it. Awesome, man. Take care. And uh, thanks again. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Bradley. Okay, great.
Thanks for listening to the show this week. For show notes, special offers, or to listen to previous episodes, you can visit us at eventswithbenefits.com. Please also consider subscribing to our podcast on iTunes. And if you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and write us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at hosts at eventswithbenefits.com. We'll see you next time.